bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats podcast. I'm Angela Cote, your host of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give on the pulse expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. Hello, Angela Cote here, and I am excited to bring you Connie Millard, owner of PowerPods, and Kelly Gould, franchisee of Barkbusters in Windsor, Chatham. We're here today to talk about brain-based coaching for franchisees. I have to confess, I'm stoked about this conversation because I wholeheartedly myself believe so much in the concept of coaching and business, and this, this brain-based coaching that you do, Connie, sounds very interesting, so I'm excited to learn more. Welcome, Connie and Kelly. Yeah, thank you for having us here, Angela. It's wonderful to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to get into this. And I'm curious, are you going to be secretly assessing me today, Connie, like checking my IQ or anything like that? <laughs> now that would be telling. <laughs> yeah, I know. We won't do that. Okay, good. Because I didn't study or anything. So, um, All right. So just for context for the audience, I just will give a little bit of my background. And uh, well, my mission is to help franchisors and franchisees optimize performance and profitability by ensuring that they've got the right franchisees brought onto the team and ensuring that they've got the best support and coaching to hit their goals and become raving fans. So again, you can see why I'm excited about this, Connie. Yeah. My background comes from my upbringing with the family business, M&M Food Market. Um, my dad is the founder. Over the years, we grew to almost 500 locations. And so I have done many different things in the business, including uh, working as a young, you know, female boss's daughter in the field, supporting franchisees, as well as uh, having my own stores for about 18 years. So uh, that's just for context for everybody here. I'm a huge fan of the CFA. So big shout out to the CFA for all the work that they do to educate and, and, and really advocate for the franchise model. All right. I am really looking forward to hearing your stories. So are you ladies ready to get rolling? Let's do it. Okay, we'll start with Connie. So Connie, for context, as I said, I'm a big believer in, in getting, for, like for coaching and giving franchisees the support, all the support we can to help them be successful. So if you could tell us a little bit about PowerPods, the concept, and then how you help franchisees and franchisors, that would be great. Yeah, thank you. And Angela, obviously you bring the industry knowledge that we are trying to, to gain right now. Um, we came together because we saw a need in the market. And basically my background, just very briefly, I come from a corporate environment. I was in sales and marketing for many years and, and then I became a consultant first and I became a reluctant coach. I am a brain-based coach now, but I was more reluctant around coaching. I thought it was a bit fluffy. It wasn't really for me. And so I really liked the consultant kind of thing. Um, however, what we would come up against, and often we would also work with franchise systems and franchisees um, during our consulting years, and we would find that there would be these proven models, wonderful plans, everybody's ready to roll, everybody's in it and something would get in the way of peak performance. 
And it would not be because they didn't have the support or didn't have the training or didn't know, you know, what they needed to do. They just simply couldn't do it. And so it was that that got us really curious about what is getting in the way of people making the most out of their investment into this, right? These, these investments are not taken lightly. And so we sort of found that there was this huge discrepancy between, you know, underperformers, middle of the pack, and then I'm saying middle of the pack, Kelly, just for you, middle of the pack, and then sort of the, you know, the top of the pack. And that's where we sort of came and brought the brain-based side of things into, into this space. And what we're finding is it changes everything. And it doesn't matter where you are right now in terms of your performance, it just changes everything because we're changing the, or we're unlocking, I know it sounds very cliche, but we're unlocking the potential of the mind, which is that's the only thing that differentiates one franchisee from another. And so we're doing that through, uh, uh, we underpin it with technology and we do what we call evidence-based coaching, which means you have the ability to track the impact financially and in terms of your culture in your franchise system. And last but not least, we also realized we needed to integrate into the franchise system rather than become sort of this, you know, external something. We really integrate and we align ourselves and become that extension by adopting the terminologies, the plans, the, you know, the direction. So we're really, we're working in harmony with. And so that's what has made us very sticky with the people that we're working with. Um, we now have um, just phenomenal coaches that are trained very specifically, and we get into that in a, in a bit later, but very uniquely and very specifically. And so we have some very unique approaches to how we unlock this peak performance. Oh, I love it. I'm, I, oh, you said so many good things there that I want to circle back on. I'm not going to go too far yet because we'll do that as we go. Um, I, I just love that you brought up the point of coaching being, uh, you thought it was fluffy. And then, you know, you even um, acknowledged that, you know, unlocking the potential might sound cliche or, or whatever, but I've seen this myself in various types of coaching. So I, I, I'm, I'm a believer in it. And that's why I think this is a really fascinating uh, way to do things. And I think it makes so much sense integrating into the system. I, I really love it. So I'm going to dig deeper with you as we go here. But uh, Kelly, you've been sitting there so patiently and we are uh, wondering your story. So let's get your story. Can you tell us a bit, uh, starting with the Barkbusters franchise concept? Um, yeah, so Barkbusters actually started over 30 years ago. Um, our, our founders, Danny and Sylvia, um, they, they each have their own story. Um, but where it really came about was Sylvia worked in an RSPCA and she was tired of seeing dogs getting euthanized because people would surrender them for untrainable behaviors. So she started working with some of these people to try to save some of these dogs and it works. Basically what our system does is it copies what dogs do. Um, it was watching how dogs communicate with each other and what pack law is about. And we start to teach people about that pack law, how to communicate with their dog. And when they understand, they learn so much faster. So we were able to save a lot of dogs. Well, they were able to save a lot of dogs and they started to teach other people how to do this. The goal was to save as many dogs as we can. So 
All of our behavior therapists are trained the same way. And the mission really is save dogs, um, stop them from being euthanized, have happy, healthy relationships with your dog. Wow, that is that's so powerful. And um, the I, I never I love how you explain that, that it's like, let's meet them where they're at, it sounds like, rather than trying to, yeah, like I, I you know, I, <laughs> you hear people with their dog and they're like, if you keep doing that, I'm going to put you outside. <laughs> right. right, and they don't get it. Um, that was one of the things that really drew me to Barkbusters. It was the comprehensive approach it took. I mean, I worked with a lot of trainers myself um, with my own dogs prior to using Barkbusters. And I found, well, I think there's value to a lot of styles of training. It wasn't tackling the issue. I found a lot of it was almost a Band-Aid solution, right? Whereas Barkbusters, they look at the whole picture, right? Why is your dog behaving the way you're doing? So if you want your dog to stop barking, I mean, yeah, it's really easy to put a little shock collar on them and shock them. Oh, yeah, of course they're not going to bark now. It hurts to bark. I want to know why they, why are they barking? Are they barking because they're afraid? Are they barking because they're feeling unsafe? Are they barking because they're excited? So if we get to the root cause, then we can treat the whole dog and stop it at the source. So I liked the holistic approach for Barkbusters. That's so fascinating. I, I think there, I can see the alignment between the two of you and myself, I guess, in that, you know, when we go in to help people with something, it's like, what's the actual reason, you know, as opposed to the band-aid solution. So I'm feeling like that's a good theme here for us. I'd like to, Kelly, just understand a little bit more. So I understand that why it sounds like an amazing concept and, and you had a personal connection. A lot of people, a common question that we we hear when people are thinking of becoming a franchisee is like, how do I know what brand to invest in or, you know, who to join forces with? And so were you looking for a franchise or did you love the concept? And then it, it hit you that, Hey, I could, I could be a franchisee of this. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, a, a little bit of background on me. Um, I have a psych degree and a degree in education. And the goal was to be a primary junior teacher. Um, in this area, it's just very difficult to get into the school boards. So I was waitressing and it never once crossed my mind to be a dog trainer. Um, if anything, I was looking to be a restaurant owner because I was so familiar with, right? But I fell into it because I hired trainers for my dog. So I have a, a King Shepherd named Charlie and it didn't make sense to me at the time. It does now. When my husky passed away, the very next day, she was a completely different dog. She was terrified of the world. Um, she wouldn't go outside. If I did get her outside and somebody closed a door, her fight or flight would kick in and she'd bolt. Um, and she ended up getting me hit by a car because, right? It makes sense to me now. She lost her leader. And pack law states, if you're a leader, is injured you step up so she stepped up and she did what she thought she had to to keep her pack safe so i had to learn how to be that leader for her and i hired other trainers um and we just didn't get very big results small but not a lot it wasn't until i worked with barkbusters that i started to see some significant changes in her and i started to see her relax and feel safe and even then it never crossed my mind i want to do this for other people um, but my trainer was retiring and he told me that the franchise would be up for sale and he thought I was a good fit for it. And that's where it hit me. I'm like, wait, I can 
help other people and other dogs the way that this has helped me. And it's given, a lot of people would have given up on my dog. I had multiple people tell me I should euthanize my dog because there's something wrong with her. Um, and I am so happy I didn't. Um, I have the best bond with her. She's my soul dog. But the idea of being able to do this for other people was phenomenal to me. Um, so that's the first time I thought buy a franchise. So yeah, well, it, it wasn't something that really crossed my mind before then. That's awesome. And I didn't realize we were going to get so emotional. I'm almost, yeah. in, I'm in tears. I'm like, oh. with happiness and yeah, wow, this is incredible. Um, and so, so this, yeah, and this is fairly common, you know, again, for anybody that's listening that people, it, it, some people go shopping for a franchise and they go to a show, a trade show or they, like a, a CFA show and they go, okay, what are the opportunities? And then they, you know, they look at that and then other people sort of stumble upon it like you did. And thank goodness for that, that, that retiring um, owner who, uh, or, or trainer, sorry, that let you know that the business is up for sale. So um, I think that's a great little nugget for anybody that's listening, especially like, look at your life then to now, like you were waitressing and I'm sure that was great, but now you're really tapping into your purpose. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Did you want to add anything to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say it is, it's, it, this is my purpose and I didn't realize it until I really dove into it and had the opportunity. I sleep very well at night knowing that I have potentially saved an unknown number of dogs from, you know, the same fate that people wanted from my shepherd. Yeah. And, and there's, um, there's a lot of, uh, just, you know, another thing I think a lot of people don't realize in franchise, like when you're buying a franchise is there's a big range of opportunities out there that are, you know, there's lower investment middle and there's higher. So a lot of people just, they, they instantly think, you know, I can't do this. And they don't, they don't think they have the skills Well, the whole idea is that you get the support and, and, and that's so that you can be a, a business owner that you never thought you never even thought to be. So um, I love it. I love this story. Um, so Connie, I, I, I think I'm going to kind of change gears a little bit here. I'd like to understand a little bit more what brain coaching actually is. Cause I'm going to be fully honest with you. Like I, I looked at your website and it's beautiful. And I, I, I definitely believe in what you're doing. You've got some amazing testimonials, but like what goes through my head is like, I'm going to, I'm going to come to your like clinic and gonna put <laughs> stickers on my head and you're going to hook me up to a bunch of wires and it's going to be zapping my brain. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's probably not what it is. So could you talk about the process a little bit before we go any further? Sure, absolutely. And I mean, first of all, you know, what what better way? Maybe Kelly should really answer this question. You know, did we did we hook you up to anything? You know, did we zap you with anything? You know, brainwash anybody? You know, no, but this that's a really good valid question. And I think this is this is what keeps on coming up because people are like, are you messing with me or my with my mind? And, you know, I don't really want you to go there, you know, kind of situation. So we don't. Of course, we can't. Um, but um, I suppose, our uh, first of all, I should say that not all coaching is the same. You know, um, first of all, we're using the, the verbiage of coaching very loosely, very often. Um, but coaching is a profession, especially if you, if you use it professionally. So that means you're trained and accredited in a certain way. So our coaches are trained and accredited in uh, uh, brain-based coaching, which is a 
very unique way that has only ever been uh, made available to corporates in the past. So it has never really found itself into the entrepreneurial space and most certainly not into the franchise space. Um, and then our coaches are also International Coaching Federation accredited, which is basically our governing body, just like the CFA is the governing body for our industry. Um, this is the governing body for coaches. And that means we have to adhere by code, codes of ethics. We have to continue to train. We have to be on top of our game. And so we're bringing sort of this brain-based approach, um, which is all about peak performance. It's about goal pursuit. Um, that's a very unique methodology. We all know about smart goals and things like that, but there's some very fundamental neuroscientific things missing why they are not working the way that we, again, think that they should be working. So that's just a little bit about, you know, the background of our expertise, perhaps. And then Palpots coaches very specifically also have to have a certain number of coaching hours, which means they have a certain level of seniority. And they have to have the background in entrepreneurship. Um, so we are sort of coupling all of that. However, we're not industry experts like you, Angela. We, we come and that makes even better coaching because we maintain curiosity about what's possible. Right? We don't already come with a fortified idea of how it should be. And so I was mentioning earlier that, um, and you probably see this. I mean, I'd be curious to hear what, what, what you make of this but you probably are sometimes curious about, you bring people into a franchise system and the potential is there, the passion is there. Like, like Kelly was saying, you know, the, the, the purpose is there, like everything is lined up and then something happens and they're not really performing the way that you think they're going to be performing. And that's where we sort of step in. We sort of help to, and that's not just with sort of the, you know, the, the middle of the pack or the, the lower tier, this also happens to peak performance, you know, top producing kind of individuals who can also fall down the ladder. And that has nothing to do with the franchise system. Often it has something to do with themselves and what goes on in their minds and their perspectives and their belief systems and past experiences, cultural influences. All of those things is how it shapes the way that we see the world. And our belief system can be very, very powerful. Um, our habits can get in the way. Sort of these old rooted habits that kind of sabotage us can get in the way. So the way that we approach it is um, we have sort of these, we've internally developed the, neuro, uh, the neuroscientific developmental stages of coaching. And so the first thing we do you know, when you first come in and Kelly, you, you need to verify this here momentarily. But one of the first things we just do is, is we just kind of get to obviously to know the individual and we build trust and rapport very deeply. That's what makes it also unique to versus training internally or coaching internally. We coach holistically the whole human. We don't just coach for the business, although that's where we want to have main impact because that is how we get paid. So if we don't show impact, we don't have contracts and things like that then you can kick us out. We don't hang around. So the first thing we want to do is just look at, okay, well, where are things at for you? And so we're meeting the individual where they're at. So either they're already a peak performer or they're middle of the pack, or they may have already flunked out of the system and they kind of, you know, become cynical about it. And they're just like, ah, oh, I just want to leave, which is very expensive for the system um, and for the individual as well. So it can be very traumatic experience. 
So sometimes we come in as an intervention like that, um, but more often than not, it's like, have these people, I know there is more in them, how do we get that out? And so we start off with just um, removing any roadblocks that are happening right away. That could be personal, professional, mindset, belief systems. And that can take sort of up to, believe it or not, that can take up to three months. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Did you know that Franchise Canada has a newsletter sent twice a month that's packed full of fresh franchise opportunities? With Franchise Canada e-news, you get new content from Franchise Canada magazine, franchisee success stories, industry news about CFA members, educational videos all about franchising, and you can keep up to date on the newest episodes of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast that you're listening to right now. Plus, by subscribing to Franchise Canada e-news, you get a free subscription to Franchise Canada magazine. Subscribe now at FranchiseCanada.online. Now, back to the podcast episode you are enjoying. And then, and then it's about, you know, also looking at the habits. What kind of habits do you have? What kind of routines do you run? What goes on in the mind? So we kind of, and we have some, some tools and ways of getting to that fairly quickly. Whereas, you know, maybe if you were to coach without those tools, it might take you years to get to the bottom. You know, like if you had therapy, it can take years and years and years to get to something. So, so we can get to that kind of stuff fairly quickly. And then the next step is we get into the goal pursuit. And so the goal pursuit gets very, very, it, it's, it's very exciting. It kind of creates a lot of energy and a lot of motivation. And it has to come from within. This is not something where you can say, oh, you need to accomplish this. Okay, let me go and do that for you. It becomes no longer a chore, but it, it becomes this intrinsic, that's why I'm doing this. This is what I need. And off I go. So we have a very unique way of doing that. And that kind of unleashes the beast a little bit. And it's really nice because what you'll then see is, so the next stage after that is sort of, that's kind of the getting going, the goal pursuit side of things. And then we integrate. And as we start to integrate, now we're creating new habits, new, new belief systems. And again, Kelly might be able to speak to that too, but you sort of, you think this is possible, right? We have sort of this threshold of possibility of how far can I go? And we get you past that and then some. And so you constantly have these new horizons. So not only do you accelerate once, you accelerate continuously over and above and beyond what you thought was ever possible. So yes, we're going to go and heal some old wounds and old stuff. We're not therapists, but we might tinker into that. But we do it through coaching practices. And so that's what makes it very quick and very efficient. And then we we kind of harmonize the individual within themselves, which is, which is, which tends to be wonderful. And then you see that coming out as peak performance. And then we get into maintenance stage. So once, and this is what makes it very sticky, like every single client we started with all those years ago is still with us. I think in all of this time, we've lost one client and that client is just off and off and off. And she's just like, Connie, I'm taking a break. Fine. But often people come back. So this maintenance stage then is this, reassessing like am I still going in the right direction and so um so yeah so that's kind of how we go about it but we no there is no electricity involved in making any changes <laughs> <laughs> there's no zapping okay well and I think so that that's fantastic I, I so what I'm 
I'm going to overly simplify, I'm sure here, but what I'm understanding is it's, it's, it's working through like a session is a conversation. It's, it's asked, it's probably a lot of questions. And so you're sitting down with a, uh, a story you call them, you say, you call, you call them coaches. Yeah, of course you do. Cause they're certified for a minute there. I was thinking trainer, but no, that's dog training, switching the, <laughs> yeah, no, that's Kelly. Yeah. Um, but so you're sitting down and you're, you're, you're uncovering things. And I totally understand this because the importance of this and, 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 you know, when people hire us, we work with, mostly with franchisors, they hire us and they want this, I'm sure you battle this too, Connie, but they want this tangible, tactical advice. Tell me how to do this, you know, and, and what do I do? And we start working with them. And like nine times out of 10, within a short period of time, what's we, we realize what's really slowing you down is that you have limiting beliefs, you have self-doubt or you're, or you're um, a people pleaser, or you, you are, um, you're controlling because you're afraid that often leaders think that I have to do everything or else people don't think I'm a good leader. And, you know, we uncover those things. So I love the work you're doing. I think it's fantastic. Kelly, maybe I'll just get you to speak to like what, what maybe, uh, you, uh, you know, what, what have you experienced in the sessions? What have maybe been some of the breakthroughs or biggest wins that you've had in your sessions with Connie? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, to start, it was nothing like I expected it to be. I think it's overwhelming when you get a franchise. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm speaking for dog training, um, but I'm, I imagine it's the same for a lot of different types of franchises. You're overwhelmed with the number of things you have to learn. I had to learn to be a trainer. I had to learn how to manage a business. I had to learn how to do phone sales, how to market myself, how to organize. I didn't know how to file, right? I'm like, I I don't know how to, how do I set my filing system up? How do I set up? Nope. It's overwhelming. So when I went into coaching, I kind of thought it was going to be more of that. This is, we're going to help you file and we're going to help you learn how to time manage. And, and I'm like, and she did all of those things. But I think what surprised me was she really dove into me, right? What are, what are my roadblocks? What are the things about you that make you struggle with this? I had a lot of fear when I started. I was terrified of almost everything. Uh, two years ago, there's no way you would have got me to do a podcast. I was terrified of being in front of camera. I was terrified of saying something and sounding stupid and not having the answer. Connie and... I imagine the rest of the coaches as well, they really push you to be uncomfortable. And I, I was one of those people, give me the answers. You tell me, give me the map, just give me the roadmap. I'll follow it and I'll get there. She doesn't let you get away with that. And that's where I think the neuro coaching comes in. It's what is preventing you from doing the things that you want to do. It was, I learned a lot about myself and I think that really surprised me. Um, even simple things like she helped me to become a better trainer even though I'm technically a trainer, the reality is, is I'm a coach as well. I have to coach my client to help that dog. So when you're trying to help a dog, you're telling people I was doing that, give them the roadmap and they weren't following it. And I didn't know why, but I would get frustrated. It's like, just, just do what I tell you to do and your dog will get better. But Connie did the same thing that I now do to my clients. What's stopping you? What is right? Um, when you get frustrated, why are you getting frustrated? Um, so you really dive into a lot of like, even I know Connie dug up some huge emotional traumas for me. And they were things that you wouldn't think that were impacting your ability 
to get through to people or to coach somebody or to get over your own roadblocks and right. But yeah, a lot of that brain-based coaching is getting to the root of those issues. Like, why are you struggling here? How do we help you get past it? And she did. She put me in a lot of tough situations where she'd ask me questions and I'm like, I don't know the answer. Tell me. She won't tell you the answer. She'll make you give it. So yeah, it, it, it was definitely surprising, but I've grown a lot as a trainer because of it. And I think I've grown a lot as, as a human. I've learned to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's what, that's what business growth is all about, right? Like getting in there and, 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 and again, people think like, like you say, it's just, there's this roadmap and, but there's, there's these other issues that are stopping you. And for anybody that's listening, um, not on, on video, just on audio, we were all smiling. Well, Connie and I were smiling when Kelly was saying, it's like, can't you just do it? Well, franchisors feel that way all the time with franchisees that they come in and they like, they're like, I'm giving you the answers just do it and you'll have you'll make money or whatever your goal is you know and but it's 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 the psychology of it we gotta we gotta get there so that's really amazing um connie let's let's stay on the theme of success stories for a minute can you um i mean that's right here in front of me is is an amazing success story just hearing kelly's story um can you are there is there any data that you can provide to say like growth you know you've seen franchisees grow, um, you know, 30% or what, I shouldn't put a number out there. I just made that one up, but some kind of a growth record that people have you've seen. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. And if, if it's okay with you, Angela, I just want to pick something up that Kelly said here, because I think, so first things first, I, I encourage Kelly to brag shamelessly and I'm going to brag on her behalf. So she, um, so, so we obviously, we work with the with a whole number of different systems. We don't specialize in any kind of area and and not every franchisee is as coachable as as Kelly. Kelly is definitely, there is, you know, coachability, which means you have to have a growth mindset. You You have to want to learn. You have to want to, you know, maybe challenge yourself and you have to, you have to really want to succeed and recognize that you're getting in your own way here or something is getting in your way and you're willing to really look at what is getting in the way. So Kelly sort of did that straight out of the gate. And we started working with Kelly the moment she came into the system. So her franchisor had actually said, here are a couple of my new franchisees, Connie, go do your best. And so that's what we did. And so we have this data going back to what you were just saying, how quickly can we get somebody to become a top producer in the system. So Kelly is competitive, which helps, um, right? She wants to be, a, a, she wants to be at the top. Not everybody wants that and that's okay too. But Kelly got to near top producer level with, within 24 months of never having owned her own business, not coming from an entrepreneurial environment, which you need to also learn the entrepreneurial side of things and the skill sets and the shadow sides that you're going to have to deal with a lot. So Kelly managed to do all of that in two years. And that is what we're seeing. And that goes back to these developmental stages. That is what we can achieve when somebody comes straight into the franchise system. Because the minute that you're sort of working with somebody who's already, you know, feel a little cynical or feel stuck, you know, you really have to sort of rewrite the script a little bit. With Kelly, it didn't need to be. And so she is a gem to be working with. And so I just want to say that for her to be here today 
it is only 24 months. And when she says, you know, it's really challenging for her. The first time we talked about public speaking, she's like, never, I will never do that. And so for her to be here today, I just want to say you're phenomenal and I'm so proud of you. So let's set that aside. Um, but in terms of the data, we, we, we track internally. So we have the technology system that underpins it. So we can really sort of see, and the things we track internally are a couple of things. One is to satisfy the franchisor's needs as well as the franchisee's needs to see return on investment financially. And some other KPIs that the system sets. So we report back on those KPIs and we work towards improving those. And then we have the, the, the interpersonal you know, side of things, that kind of that internal growth. And that happens intrinsically. And that is not something that can be trained or if you're not trained as a coach, if you don't have that profession, and if you're not trained in brain-based coaching, you're not going to be able to get to those kind of results consistently. Similarly to the psychology that Kelly was saying is this, if that doesn't happen intrinsically, Kelly could stop coaching with me today and she'll be a top producer forever. Everything, she might have some things that are happening in her personal life and she might need a little top up, but this is, it's changed her DNA. And you said this earlier, I, lo I love the way that you phrase that because it really is changing the wiring. And when that changes, everything changes and it changes for good. So what the results are in terms of financials, well, some systems have not been struggling at all. So they're kind of go, we don't really care. We're doing phenomenally well, right? So we can increase 30 to 300% and we can increase to 300% within a year. So it's really quick and we can, and we measure that, which is unique. Other data perhaps that is, that is useful to perhaps share is the shift in culture. So one of the things that we're often hearing, and especially right now during the pandemic, that seems to be a little bit of a mindemic in the pandemic is people feel disconnected and they feel a little meh and a little bit of blah. And, you know, just kind of, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, and kind of feeling a little bit disenchanted. So we're really helping with this leaning back in, right? This, this like stop kind of trying to push everything onto the franchisor, take ownership. And, you know, you're personally responsible for opportunities and adversity, and we will help to find those. So we kind of significantly improve the, the culture. And I just want to share a little story here, if I, if I, if I may. Um, that is a different system altogether, a different set of circumstances altogether. But um, we had one individual who had not spoken to their franchisor for four years would not take their call. Like this is how bad the relationship had gotten. And it, 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 it really, it, um, it poisons the well. <laughs> you know, it's not just this, this one individual that has kind of sort of taken, taken a leave of absence, but it, it makes everybody else feel like, well, if this person is not seeing the value, like it really poisons the, the well. And we turned this individual around within four coaching sessions. And it basically... Wow. is you know it, it is it was really quick and now they have come back not only to the table but they are now back at the top producer and so now all of a sudden they're this glory child right everything is wonderful um and it is something it goes back to that you know what we were saying and Angela I'm sure you see that all the time it's just like what is making you so frustrated we need to get to the bottom to the root cause of the frustration and we need to really look at that and so that's what we heal 
and 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 harmonize and bring people back into the fold and now you have this this power team right everybody together and then we're bringing everybody up to the best version of what they can be but they get to choose it's not the franchisor saying oh i need you to be at this level it's up to the individual to decide i want to be at this level and this is what it affords me to do and that's why i feel motivated to want to be doing it not just because the franchisor is asking us to do that so i hope that's kind of answering you know some of that i have some other stories but i want to make sure that what that kelly gets a word in edgeway so i i'll i'll, I'll take a bit of a back seat now okay i i just got chills when you told the story of the franchisee that hadn't spoke to the franchisor in four years and in four, four sessions we were able to get that franchisee turned around and, and open-minded and then and then into eventually the top as a top performer, that's incredible. I, I, I think I'll have to reach out to you to hear more about that. <laughs> that fantastic. I, I, okay. So lots, yeah, it sounds like there's lots of, lots of evidence of, of the success of this. And um, a couple of things are going through my head. I just, I wouldn't, I don't want anybody that's thinking of becoming a franchisee listening to this thinking, wow, it sounds really hard to be a franchisee. I think the point is there's all kinds of great support out there. And, and the, the idea is the franchisor will support you, but if, if the, you know, ideally they'll understand that there's more to it than just handing you, a, you know, an operations manual and a good brand and, you know, being there on a hotline support, that there's more to it. And I'm curious, just one more question for you, Connie. Can, can a franchisee hire you individually or is it always through the franchisor? Yeah, I mean, they can hire some, some of our best franchise systems that we're now working with came via... The franchisee found us, worked with us first. The franchisor noticed such a significant difference in the individual so quickly and then became curious about it and then actually said, okay, coach me. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're putting you to the test. Show me what you've got, you know? And so now the franchisor has stuck with us for the last three years, you know? So, so the thing is, it really is, you have to try it. And because we, we feel so comfortable about the success rates that we're bringing we don't tie people in with this contract you know so there's there's no harm in trying the important thing is is that the franchisee is open to it so the other way around if a franchisor came and said you need coaching now we have a bit of an issue because now you're voluntold to do something and it really needs to be your own sort of choice so making it an option and to your point actually Angela I just wanted to say this what we've been finding is, is that franchisors, they want their franchisees to succeed, but they don't want to oh, get yeah. into the drama, into the nitty gritty of the weeds of, you know, they need to stay at a, at a business level. And we totally understand that. So for, you know, they, they have their best intentions. They want everybody to succeed, but sometimes they just really don't have the tools. And so, and that's where the, the, the brain-based coaching tools come in. And that's why we, just provide that extension. So ideally, if Perfect. we are having a franchisee coming to us directly, yes. What we will say is we will still need to work in alignment. And we would ideally like you to just let your franchisor know that this is what you're doing. And just, you know, we obviously, we work under confidentiality. So we will never share anything. It's it, like our sessions are confidential. Um, so it's up to the franchisee to share. But we work in alignment and we can only work in alignment if the franchisor is aware and we need to work in the same direction. 
and not, you know, not alienating anybody or, or, or taking them off on a tangent, which is where, where it can get a little bit dangerous. You know, that's not what we do. So, so yeah, feeling encouraged to reach out. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting at. I mean, if anybody's feeling discouraged right now um, by their their lack of growth, and, and as as you know, as much as there are there there are like a lot of amazing franchisors out there, I think there's some that got into it without understanding what they were getting into, and they're maybe they're they're struggling themselves. Here's another option for you as a franchisee if you are struggling. Um, and I, I just want to really emphasize I heard what I heard, and I, I fully agree with is the coachability, and I I could feel that from Kelly when she was talking about some of the things that I like that open-mindedness and that's and and that's where you're going to get the growth when you're willing to do that I'm going to go back to Kelly um just I I know we talked about like unlocking roadblocks and we talked about you wouldn't have been on a podcast two years ago you wouldn't have done this can you give an example just getting really granular now um a, a couple one or two examples of things that kind of got unlocked for you that led to growth and like what and, and or just you know, what are some of the biggest challenges you faced before that you maybe didn't expect? And now because of this, this coaching, you've been able to get past. Yeah. Um, well, a big one for me, I remember a conversation with Connie and I was telling her about this one particular client that fell asleep during my lesson. And I, I was so irritated with this gentleman. Like, you hire me to come into your house to help you with your dog, and you have the nerve to just pass out on the couch. <laughs> so, so, was, so Kelly, was he was he thinking that you were just going to train the dog and then leave? Well, his wife was there, like, so it was like he just seemed so genuinely disinterested and just laying there, like I don't have the care in the world, and then he fell asleep. And I just kind of stopped and I'm looking at the wife. I'm like, so do you want me to come back a different day when he's awake or right? Like, and I was irritated by it. Um, and as soon as I was irritated, I re realized I don't even want to be here. I'm just going to spit this out as fast as I can. And like, if you don't care, why should I? And, and Connie said something to me that kind of shook me to my core not about you like oh okay but I'm annoyed but it's not about you I'm like okay and she helped me to realize that yes he fell asleep but why right something might have happened what if like, you don't know what his life is um so I, and I actually I have it um that this little card that I read to myself every day <laughs> Uh, little, okay, little, wait, can you read? Yeah. Can you read that real quick? Because yeah. people that are listening can't see it. So real quick, yeah. if you could read through it. Oh, absolutely. So I have um, a list of things that I've kind of gathered through my sessions with Connie that I read to myself to remind myself when I'm in these situations, not to get triggered and not to be offended by it and not to stop giving my best. Number one, it's not about me. Number two, don't judge or assume anything. Number three, people are trying their best. Their best might not be the same as my best, but they are trying their best um, and always come from a place of compassion and caring. So instead of getting angry and inhibiting my ability to be able to help this dog, when this gentleman fell asleep, maybe is something going on that, you know, 
maybe it now is not the best time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you know he didn't just find out that like his mom or his mom died a couple days ago or something and he's mentally exhausted. So anyway, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then number. Yeah. Funny. You should mention that it was something similar to that. I had a conversation with the wife at the next session and he actually came and he apologized to me. He said, my, um, his best friend had died a couple days ago. And then something else had happened and he hadn't been sleeping well. And yeah. Um, So here I am getting irritated by this guy. And had I known that it would have changed entirely how I saw it. So that's why I I don't assume anything anymore. And I recognize in these moments where somebody is distracted by their phone or it's not about me. It, It really isn't. Yeah. And then two other ones, is this person motivated by love or fear? Um, and that's, that's more, uh, how do I motivate the person to do what I need them to do to help the dog? And if you can figure out how they're motivated, are they motivated because they're frustrated? Then I know how to motivate them. If they're motivated because they love their dog, like I was, I wanted the best life for my dog and I didn't want her to get euthanized. That's a really powerful motivator. So um, and then the last one, keep the eye out of conversation, uh, out of conversations, stay out of the box. And that was another little tidbit that Connie gave me. Um, another lesson that I had, this woman was very clearly motivated by love. She was crying hysterically. And I remember having a conversation with Connie about it. I'm like, I just sat there and I hugged her and Connie's like, that's very sweet. But how did you help the dog? I'm like, well, I guess I really didn't. So she gave me some very valuable advice. Stay out of the box. It's okay to feel compassion. um, But if you climb into that box with them, you're no longer helping them. So you kind of have to remove yourself a little bit. And it's little things like that where you start to tell Connie, this is how I felt. And she puts these really intuitive, jarring questions on me, right? (laughs) Where like, you're expecting, like, she's going to be on my side. We're going to, you know, um, <laughs> I understand how you feel. Isn't that so annoying? But no, she like, she makes you really stop and think. And you're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. And she makes you answer, why does that bother you? Oh, I don't know why that bothers me. Um, so we, that's how we kind of hit on some, some childhood traumas with me, realizing what's motivating me, why I'm getting frustrated by this. And it's directly related to this. Right. Like it's it's brain based coaching isn't what people think it is. It is no nobody shocked my brain literally. Um, but I mean, figuratively, she kind of did, right? She shocked <laughs> my brain out of these these thought patterns that I get into um and help me change the way I view things. So she changed my perspective on a lot of things. So this is golden. I totally understand this. I, I, I just, I subscribe to it. I believe in it so much. And, and those were some really, really good examples of, of things. I think why I wanted to go deeper on that is I, I know a lot of people think, why does it matter? Like, so what you got irritated. So, but if you didn't get irritated and you could keep that person as a client, as a result, and maybe have them for another six months or whatever it is, versus you got irritated and they felt that negative energy. Yeah. May I add to that? Because I know that, you know, the goal here is reach franchisees. As a franchisee, how you respond to something has a direct impact on how successful you are. If if your instinct is to get mad, then you're alienating your clients. 
for your customers or, and as soon as you alienate them and you get a reputation for that, well, she's, she's difficult to work with. She, she wants it her way or no way. Well, that directly impacts your numbers. So either learn how to meet your client or your customer where they're at um, or, or they're gone. So it does make a difference how you respond to things. And if you can understand why you respond to something, the way you respond to something, then you can change it. I told Connie this. Exactly. Multiple, yeah, I've told Connie this multiple times. I am a far better trainer now um, because I'm able to think in the moment when I am getting frustrated. Okay, it's not about you. It's not about you. What is stopping this person from doing what I need them to do? What is, you know, preventing them? What's their roadblock? And if you can get to mm-hmm. their roadblock, then I can motivate them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're um, not only is there a, a tangible benefit to you because you can potentially have more clients, better business, all of that. But at the end of the day, you're also just happier and more joyous. I, I've learned a lot of this myself in the past few years. I've done a lot of work on this um, through co- coaches that I've worked with and and uh, research and, and, and just every day I do work to keep my head screwed on straight <laughs> because it's so important. And so I, I, I love that you gave some like a tangible, but then yet also there's this, there's the, when you're in this, this mindset of, I can handle it. If somebody throws darts at me, I know how to not let those darts get into me and life is so good. And then you're more open to opera. You turn it into an opportunity. So that's really incredible. We're going to have to wrap up here because we, this has been incredible ladies. I, I feel like we could definitely go for like three more hours, but um, we're going to have to wrap it up here. So I'm going to, I'm going to thank you both for being here. Amazing insights. Kelly, I'm sure you inspired lots of people to look at the idea of business ownership, maybe look at Barkbusters, which seems like an incredible company. Um, Connie, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you on the side and asking you about coaching for myself (laughs) because I feel I really like what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Um, so I think we'll wrap it up here. And thank you, ladies, ladies for your insights today. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much, Angela. Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunities, visit FranchiseCanada.online. Don't forget to subscribe to Franchise Canada e-news while you're there. You can also learn more about franchising at cfa.ca and connect with specific franchise opportunities at lookforafranchise.ca. Now go be awesome.